Hi, everybody. Welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. On this episode, I, Leah, am joined by Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Leah. And we are reviewing Cock Down the Cock Down the Block by Amy. I don't award the word. Amy Award. Yes. I had her other name stuck in my head, and I was like, that's not right. But yes, Amy Award. Um, if we will link the synopsis of the book in our on the shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com so you can check it out there. So this book released September 28th, 2023. The tropes are friends to lovers, fake relationship. It is a rom-com. There are floofs in charge, which are one of my favorite things about this book. There's a nerdy heroine. It is a football romance. There's a pining hero. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Virgin heroine. She's a real-bodied heroine, and it is a slow burn. So this is book one of the Cocky Kingsman series. Um, since it's book one, we don't know what type of series it is yet. Um, the Wiener Across the Way, which I love these freaking titles, <laughs> releases December 28th. So when that comes out, we'll know. I'm assuming the way that the book was written, it's going to be pretty standalone. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm thinking it's probably like the brother story, because all we got is like football player and pop star so yeah but it, i bet it's the one who like he was joking about having like the weekly condom order oh you think it's him i think it's the grumpy guy you think it's the grumpy one i totally think yeah. it's the like one that has all the sex yeah well i don't know we i guess see. we'll find out <laughs> um it is told in dual first person point of view and the put out percentage is 77 percent. and as of this time there is no audio book but you never know that could change so let's talk the cock down <laughs> honestly there's so there's an author note at the beginning of this book and she says like this book is fluff like i wrote it to be fluff i wrote it to be funny i wrote it to be this and this and this and honestly it is a fluff book and it is it's funny and it really takes you out of your element but it's not so over the top that you're like wow this is really ridiculous well i looked at some of like the other reviews on goodreads when i was like reviewing this um mm -hmm. some people do feel that it's like over the top so like if you can't like take some middle school humor um maybe not the book for you but yeah it's just it's just fun it's not meant to be like serious no it's not and honestly i mean it opens up with her chasing her rooster luke skycocker across the road I so right there, I mean, she's already won me on the Star Wars, like, cock names. <laughs> and so, like, all of her chickens have Star Wars names. And so it's like, when you open a book with Luke Skycocker and she's chasing it and, like, it's the cock across right. the Right, yeah, because she's about to, like, the cock is about to get run over by, like, the little old lady down the road. Like, who's, like, <laughs> who's like roaring down the street i mean when your book opens like that you know there's gonna be yeah. chaos yes. but i do love like the hen names yes like kylo hen mm -hmm. i don't know chew, chew, wait what was, now i have oh, to look them up yeah it's like chew bok 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 chew bok bok i think so yes. but there was four of them i'm i'm gonna look it up because it's gonna bug okay. me um so yes the main character is Beatrix or Trixie is how she like seems to be what she goes by now in high school she went by B 
um, mm-hmm. which comes into play later on. Yeah. Um, she's a librarian, and she is a neighbor to Chris Kingsman, who is the oldest of seven? nine. 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 I think there's nine. Okay. And they're all boys except for the youngest. The baby. She's a girl. Yeah. And she's like 17 or 18. Like she's still in high school. And I have the names. We have Princess Leia, L-A-Y-A, Chewbacca, and Kylo Head. I mean, seriously, people, you know, it's going to be fluff when they're, when that's like one of the main stars of the the book. Yeah. I, I believe there's nine siblings eight boys one girl and they've been raised by a single dad because their mother who is a plus-size model passed away when they were younger and they all the boys are football players Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a decent gap so chris and two of his siblings play for the kingsman and his dad work he's a football coach but i don't think for the kingsman it's for right. like the college team or the Correct. high school team the college team but they're very football focused yes which again like this like brings in like the ridiculousness right like not your whole family's not going to play for the same team like yeah i mean it, it happens but it's rare right like not <laughs> not more than two <laughs> no usually not more than two but but it's one of those things where like some of like the ridiculous elements come to play. But like so the the family themselves of the Kingsmen like they're very close knit. Like they they all live in this like community, which we find out that Chris actually owns like the whole neighborhood and he rents the houses like to his family, right? <laughs> because he wanted his privacy. So like Trixie owns a house or like rents one of the houses, but she doesn't realize that he's her landlord until later in the book. And so Chris has had a crush, crush on Trixie since high school. And he asked her out. I think he said since he was 12. Well, since because they've been friends for a really long time. And they lost right. touch like after high school. But but dude asked her out and she shot him down <laughs> because she thought he was joking. <laughs> she, she was in a bad space like at the time. Um, she was, yes. Yeah. Which, um, it happens. But seriously shot him down and he <laughs> he like he got a little heartbroken he did he did and but so there well, no go ahead okay so like since she's came she came back from library school like um and he conveniently uh let her rent her neighbor like her childhood home um mm-hmm. they've just they've been friends for the past few years like best friends Yes, Uh-oh. they reconnected, not in the way that he wants, because dude pines. Right, like yeah, he he has not made his move yet. No, he hasn't, and it's one of those things. We're like, why? Why have you not made a move? <laughs> right, like, what are you waiting for? But honestly, like Trixie is oblivious. She like, is, she's, and I. But I think part of it is so, like, as you learn their story, like, so her mom was a porn star, like, but and has been very like sex positive very like open about everything like she sends her like vibrators and dildos and all sorts of stuff all the time and so she she has boxes of them which they come into play eventually in the story but but her mom was so this direction that she like 
jumped the line and ran as far in the other way as she could, which you can understand in some ways, but it's like, girl, come out of your shell just a little bit. Yeah, it definitely, like, her mom's previous career has, like, both positive and negative effects on the way, like, Trixie views herself in her past relationships, like, Mm -hmm. well, and she's had relationships, it's it's not like she's been this, like, celibate nincompoop who doesn't date, she just has been a celibate picky person who does date. And then, yeah, when it gets serious, like, other things come into play that I don't want to like spoil but yeah it's yeah it's weird (laughs) it's weird yeah not on her part (laughs) no not on her part there's there's some things that go down but I will say like I love the fact that she so she's a real bodied heroine but she's very confident like with her body like she dresses how she dresses she has no qualms about being who she is. And I think that's a really great way to be portrayed because there are a lot of real bodied people who are very comfortable in their skin. They're comfortable with dressing their bodies the way that they do. And I thought that was a really great dynamic that the author created with Trixie's story. I agree. Yes. Um, And it's not like overly done. I don't think like Mm -hmm. um, you're very aware that like she's not, super skinny or like runway model but um yeah it's just who she is well and I like the fact that at one point Chris talks about like how his mother was a plus size model so like she was not this supermodel married to like this tiny skinny supermodel married to this like football star like she was a woman with curves and he appreciated the fact that like he had this woman even for a little bit of his life like she like I said she had passed away when they were younger I think he was I think he was a teenager when it happened yeah I so he had enough like around her that she really like modeled like the strength of body positivity in like for her kids which yes they were boys but at that same time like if they see that then they'll recognize it in other people which I thought was really good yes So the whole fake relationship thing comes around because her best friend, Lulu, who I love, um, (laughs) has volunteered, voluntold her that she has to help with their 10-year high school reunion. And there is a group of mean girls that still live in the area who are the worst. They are. But at the same time, like, we all know somebody like this, right? Like, Oh, 1,000%. And like, I mean, who didn't go to school with somebody like that? Like, there's always that group of people who think they're like better than everybody else and put people down. It's like, I know that you are doing this because you are a small person. Yeah. And right. You're fine. not happy with your life. So you're yes. going to make everyone unhappy. Yes. Yes. But there is a moment like in the book where the head mean girl, like Trixie lays into her and her little minions are like, hmm. There's some clarity there. Yes. Which it's nice, but it's like it's a little too late there, friend. Yeah, a little like 10, 10 years too late. But oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's one of those things. So the fake relationship, like it all happens because like Trixie's like, oh yeah, my boyfriend Chris Kingsman. And they're like, that's not true. And she's so she asks him for this, and he's like, Yes, this is my way in. 
right. it is my way in. And oh, so there's this scene at his dad's house. So she goes to game night because it's something that they do. Like they get together a lot and she's, they're talking on the back porch and she leaves and like all of his family comes out because they've been eavesdropping and they're all like, finally, you were going after this. And he was like, um, what does dad think? And they're like, who told, who do you think told us to eavesdrop on you because you're an idiot and he thinks you should be doing, you should have done this years ago. Right. Like, the, yeah, the that. whole family knows like, yeah. Oh man, the whole family. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, why have you not like, and he's like, well, she, I asked her out and she turned me down and they're like, it was 10 years ago, dude, <laughs> 10 years ago. Yes. And yeah, because even then he's kind of like still hesitant. Um, but they move from the like fake relationship to the real relationship pretty quickly. Yeah, there really wasn't any fake. It was like fake adjacent. Like, yes. The fake, yes. the fake is what got them the date in the first place. But like once they were at the reunion, I mean Yeah. 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 And it it just moves moves pretty quickly from there. It does. Well, I did forget and to say there there is no third act breakup in this book, but there is definitely events that occur. There are, and the way the events like are resolved are like a little different than like they normally are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, but again, it's a fluff book, so right, right. <laughs> again, like the real. The realism of that like actually happening that way and being taken uh seriously probably slim to none but it's fun it is fun i mean luke skycocker <laughs> which luke skycocker is very like he's very possessive. possessive yes um for a rooster um and he gets really upset about like chris coming in like he chases him and like pecks him but at one point Chris is like I'm gonna have a conversation with him cock to cock <laughs> I laughed I like honestly like when I read this book it was something that I needed like there was a lot of right. heavy and I'm like I it was like the perfect fluffy book but like cock to cock part I <laughs> died like I was laughing so hard but there's just there's just like there's some ridiculous moments but it's like it's one of those things where it is rom-com in its in its finest form right like it reminds me of like ridiculous sitcoms or movies but like you just watch could you imagine this in sitcom form (laughs) it would be great chasing a rooster across the street (laughs) oh my god i would love that that'd be so good But it just it just is so much. And like there there is like a an evil guy she works with who he gets his due. Oh, Don't yes. you worry. Yeah, I forgot about him. He's yeah, he's part of the weird, the weird stuff that he is, because there's some yeah. stuff that happens for the mean people. But I just I like the dynamic and I like the fact that Trixie has a relationship with Jules, who is the the baby sister of the Kingsman. Right. Like I like that relationship and honestly she's like, You guys are idiots, like you should be together. Like 
And she like yeah. makes little comments here and there. It's like, they're both oblivious. Well, Trixie's oblivious. Chris is not so much, but he's like, yeah, that's not happening because it's Trixie. Right. She's, uh, even though she's the youngest, she's definitely taken the role of like woman of the house and you know, mm-hmm. puts everybody in line. Well, and there's one point like she swears or she says something and the brothers are like, hey, and she's like, what do you expect? I had nine men raise me. And they're like, yeah, "Yeah, that's true. I can't. Well, yeah, good for her. (laughs) It was good for her. But this book is one of those feel good books. Like if you need to get out of your head and you don't want something serious and you just want something that it's going to make you laugh and it's going to, it's just going to bring some happy. This is the best book for you. I agree. Yes. Okay. Do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? If you do, send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Thank you, Jenny, for joining me on this quick shot of romance. Thanks for having me. And until next time, happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.